But he sure found out the hard way uh, that dreams don't always come true. Dreams don't always come true. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. So he pawned all his hopes. He pawned his hopes. <laughs> and he even sold his own car. He even sold his own car. For a one-way ticket back to a life he once knew. I said he would. He said he did. Oh, oh, he's leaving. Leaving. On that midnight train to Georgia. Living on the midnight train to Georgia. <laughs> oh, oh. Said he's going back to find. Going back to find a simple place in time. A place in time. And I've got to be with him. I, I know got you will. <laughs> on that midnight train to Georgia. Leaving on, on the midnight train to Georgia. <laughs> Said I'd rather live in this world than wake and bake without him in my world is his wake and bake with Bemo on the board on the train midnight train joe I got to smoke you got to smoke we got to smoke Hey! <laughs> I've got to smoke uh, all aboard the midnight train to Georgia. Woo! Man, let me tell you something. Gladys Knight and the Pips. If you were on my Twitter last night, you saw me going a very, well, maybe not last night, two nights ago. You saw me very going a very inspired rant about Gladys Knight and the Pips. Grammy Award winning song. Hit single. Midnight Train to Georgia. It's the, uh, it is the jam of the week. I apologize if I ran some of y'all off, okay, mm -hmm. with the jam of the week. Something's up with my camera. I got to fix that. I don't but. know what that is. It's doing like that weird static background situation. Focus? No, it's not the focus. It's a setting on the camera that I fucked with before we started. And I got I to leave things alone. Mm. Anyway, um, I have been addicted to Gladys Knight and the Pips' award-winning, Grammy-winning song, Midnight Train to Georgia. Now, we've talked about several times on Who Wake and Make We Be Mo, yeah. We've talked about several times on this show about how if I have another debilitating, mm -mm, if I experience another debilitating failure, we're talking about career-shifting failure. Do not be surprised. If I leave Instagram, arrive somewhere in the Midwest, get me a good factory job. I mean, a good, I'm not the foreman, not the supervisor. No, 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 no. I want to be on the floor. You hear me, sweetheart? Mm -hmm. Give me a good floor job, 45K, have my baby stay out the way. Don't be surprised, okay? That is my Georgia. And when listening to the Midnight Train of Georgia, I actually... It makes me appreciate the lady of the house even more. It's a weird love song. It's a weird romance. Of course, at Midnight Train of Georgia, uh, uh, the, the gentleman of Gladys' Gladys's life has failed his dreams. Um, and in response to such failure, 
he's taking that midnight train. Now, I've thought about this several times. Now, y'all hold on to me now, because I'm talking about a song that's more than like 40 years. Whoa, wait, it's more than, it was actually 73, so this is like 50, yeah, 48 years, almost 50 year song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the beautiful thing I find about the Midnight Train to Georgia, you can listen to the Midnight Train to Georgia right now, right now, and you know the whole story. It's like it's painted into your head by Gladys Knight and the Pips. The Pips were Gladys Knight's people. They were, they were all family. Anyway, a couple of things stand out when it comes to the Midnight Train to Georgia. And this is why it makes me think of the Lady of the House, which probably might be the last point. Uh, one, when is the last time... Um, Huh? You danced. When? No, not that was the last time. Um, when was the last time you heard a song with a strong female lead and three dedicated male background singers? Not niggas who rotated to the front eventually. Not niggas who eventually had a solo. No, 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 no. Three niggas who was dedicated to the back and one woman out front. When's the last time you heard a song like that? When's the last time you heard a song where there was a call and response between the lead and the background? As like the format of the song. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, uh, I would I would go further to say, uh, when I, I go further to say that Midnight Train to Georgia does not do the work of rhyming. It might rhyme from time to time, but in the uh, uh, dosage in which it rhymes, it almost seems like those rhymes were unforced. It's not like they went into the song thinking we got to make a A A B B C C A B A B C D C D rhymes situation. Gladys Knight is not rhyming when she sings. Hmm. Maybe in the hook, but in the verses, not so much. And then lastly, let's think about the subject of Midnight Train to Georgia. I asked this question to the lady of the house. Would this song exist if the man never left Georgia? Meaning, if the object of her love life if the object of her desire decided to stay in Georgia and not pursue his dreams, would she sing? Would she be singing so romantically to him now? Maybe, yeah. but we didn't get that song. We got this song. I've been thinking about well, I think about failure often, but I've been thinking about failure in the context of what the life that we have is now, right? Mm-hmm. I've prided myself. Be won't got no boss. We don't got no boss over here. I have prided myself to being a very completely independent person. All contracts, all black people, all work hopefully generated through the efforts of myself in partnership with other people. So then what does failure look like when all of the if all of these things just crumble and fall? And that's what it brings me to the lady of the house, right? So I think about like the song of Midnight Train, uh, Train to Georgia is about a man failure, but it's coming from the perspective of Gladys Knight's character in the song, which is, I'd rather live in this world, in his world, than live without him in mine. And that also makes me think, in 2021, could this song exist? Mm. Could we appreciate that energy in 2021? That a woman would give up her life to be in her man's world after his many failures. What are your thoughts, lady of the house? And good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. So we got Jamie. We got the big dog in the house. Small wooden box concert series. What up? It was bomb on Wednesday. JB, what's up? What's up, Dry? 
Uh, what's up, Q? What's up, T? Um, uh, Kendall, what's up, man? Good morning. Good morning. Sava. Only a couple more days, Sav. You not nervous? I be nervous as hell. I be nervous when I'm about to go to a party. Let alone. Good morning, Victoria. What's up, Baca? Good morning. Halo, hey there. What's up? <laughs> Halo, hey there. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, this morning, so far, we're talking about Midnight Train to Georgia and how much I'm in love with this song right now. And it makes me realize, it, may, it didn't make me realize, but it, it reinvigorates my understanding of love. But my question was, um, my question was to you, though, in 2021, could we have a song in which the strong female lead out front of three male vocals sings about voluntarily giving up her life to be a part of a man's life. Are you, well, let me ask the lady of the house, the lady in the room, would you be, are you hearing that if Corey Ray came out with a song like that? Huh? Man, are I don't you know hearing you that with <laughs> Are you hearing that if Saweetie comes out with a song like that? If Meg, uh, her next song after Thought Shit is um, I'd rather live in his world than live without him in mine? Are you with that? As Issa Rae has a surprise wedding yesterday, marrying her longtime partner, who's who's he making? She making hell of more money than that nigga. I don't even recognize that nigga face. I love in the photo shoot how we never get a clean look at his face. It's all good looks to her face, but she's a celebrity. We don't care about that nigga. It's not about him. It's, but it's her day. But if Issa Rae, <laughs> it's not about him. They got married. But anyway, uh, if Issa Rae came out with a show that was like. I'd rather live in his world than live without him in mine. Are we going with that? In 2021? After Cater to You was attacked 17 years after the making of Cater to You? Are we fucking with Midnight Train to Georgia? I'm done asking my questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Um, based on the people that you named, I don't think that I could see them making a I'm going to go live in his world and give up my dreams because they, I wouldn't even call them feminists necessarily, but they, they have that strong, independent, like, woman <laughs> role you, persona. Man? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What um, about you, Wake Up Baby Moon Ice? What y'all thought? What y'all, y'all Maddie Choir this morning, man. Come on. I need the thought. Let's yeah, go. I don't, I don't think a song like that, I mean, it could be successful today, but I don't think the women of today would really be going for that. Okay, let me ask you a deeper question. Okay. Are you going for that? <laughs> Are you on the midnight? Now, I've talked about my <laughs> romantic failure before, right? Yeah. But let's just say one morning you wake up, and I am in Detroit on the factory floor. Okay. You staying here? You, you I don't know I'm staying here. Oh, not here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> There's nothing really for me oh, here. Uh, Tierra, asked, Tierra said you named you named rappers. Okay, let's think about right, it. Right. Jasmine Sullivan came out instead of the next song being the next uh, uh, album being Hotels Two. It's Give Up My Tales Three or One or whatever. Uh, damn. We'll see if it's Beyonce. Eh, I still I'd, I'd be like. Uh. <laughs> we'll say Beyonce and them come out with a uh 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 uh, uh what's it called when. Uh, 
remember in the beginning of the album they'd have the song and at the end of the album they they'd like continue the song. Was it the revamp? Let's say that they have let's say that Beyonce and them come out. Beyonce and them, I didn't name my Destiny's Child. <laughs> let's say Destiny's Child's come out with the revamp uh uh to cater to you. We going for that in twenty twenty one? Probably not. I mean, it de- it depends on how they. <laughs> if they're just like I'm leaving to go be with my man, then. I mean, that's, eh. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but like she did it in a more. It just sounded good, but essentially <laughs> yeah. they was both in L.A. He failed okay. and left. I think it's not. I'm breaking down the song. He left without her. Yeah. He said he's leaving. Yeah. And it put the choice on her. So. I'm oh, leaving okay. on the midnight train to Detroit. I'm never going to Detroit. But if I'm leaving to the midnight train to Detroit, you're not rolling with? Well, she she made that decision. So, yeah, I guess if if it's a case of you going and then asking me if I want to come, then, like, I can make that decision. Sure. But if you, if you like, if you come home one day and you're like, we're going to Detroit, and I don't get any say, then it's just like. Are you coming? I mean, I understand you might have an attitude, but are you coming or not? I can just go make that decision. What if I, like. Okay. And once again, I, as the rational man who's sitting here listening to you, who wouldn't do that, I hear what you're saying. But if I'm already gone, then I, then I can make that decision. Yeah. Right. Then what's your choice? It, not her choice specifically, but if it were anywhere else, <laughs> probably go. Well, see, I went to Des Moines. <laughs> nah, Iowa. You know, I love Iowa. Why? Because they got planes state. and it's beautiful. The wind, beautiful the windmills. Is yeah, that the planes and the windmills and the rolling and the rolling fields. Okay. And I love black Midwestern culture. You're not fucking with me. <laughs> the lady of the house is not coming, is not taking the three o'clock train to Georgia. I'm not going to Iowa. <laughs> and a midnight train to Georgia from LA is a long trip. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Would you come with me if I decided I wanted to leave? Why are we leaving? Are we leaving for the same reasons of yeah of your dreams didn't work out? Yeah. You're thinking a little too hard. <laughs> if we are, well, I hadn't thought about the perspective of if Gladys Knight was Gladys Knight in this song of Midnight Train to Georgia. If okay. she was... If they were in L.A. and he was some random dude and she was still Gladys Knight. Or if he was some random dude and she went with him. Um, and basically, as he failed, she never tried. And they both went back. She was hitching his her life onto his. Not necessarily trying to be independently successful, but be successful through him. That's how I've always interpreted the song. Now, you have brought up a very interesting point. Because if we flipped, if we flipped the roles... If we flip the roles and let's say that she was successful, if she broke out as Gladys Knight and he still failed and wanted to go back to Georgia, would Gladys Knight um, um, would Gladys Knight leave L.A. to go back to Georgia with the man who failed L.A. while she succeeded? Wait. That, so I'm, I'm, what, I'm at, what I'm saying is in the way that I currently interpret Midnight Train to Georgia... Some dude, let's call him, no, not Carl, because I like Carl. Let's call him Crank. Some dude named Crank 
went to L.A. to try to be a star and brought his woman with him. He failed. The woman was supporting him trying to be a star. So in his failure, he was like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to Georgia. Right? That's situation one. Situation two, which I think you just brought up, if the situation is equitable, if they both went to L.A. to be a star, Gladys popped off as Gladys Knight. Old dude continuously failed. And now old dude wants to go back to Georgia and is telling Gladys Knight to come with him. That's a different scenario. That's not what I said, though. Right. What'd you say? You asked. I just asked if you would come with me if I, yeah. So in this situation, that's what I'm saying. So in this situation, what I'm saying is I have success in L.A. I thought you said in the other scenario, he didn't have success, which is why he went back. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So if we're if we're flipping a scenario where you want to leave because you have experienced uh you haven't experienced success, yet I want to stay because I have experienced success, then we have a crossroads in our relationship. Then I feel like that's a very deep that's a very deep point. In which we actually talked about this. And then at that point, like I feel like it's my responsibility to take my success and then make sure that you're also successful instead of us just both leaving. So to answer your question, if you was the superstar and I was hitching my trailer onto your truck and you failed, therefore you wanted to leave and all I had in my life was you, then yes. But if you failed while I succeeded and you wanted to leave, then I would implore you to stay with me because we are successful here. If I'm successful here, we are successful here. If either one of us is successful here, we are successful here. If one of us is, if both of us are unsuccessful here, we are unsuccessful here. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Can I answer your question? Yeah. <clears throat> and at the same time, I don't know. That's, I feel like that's the beauty of the song. It's like, how much did this man fail for him to come to, um, how much did this man fail to come to the realization that he can't be here anymore? Well. <laughs> like, if it took him drive and inspiration and money to leave, encourage to leave Georgia to come try here, how much failure did it take for him to actually be basically removing himself from where his dreams could happen so he could go back to a life that he once knew? Yeah. I imagine, well, at least if I'm in that shoes, I imagine that's a lot of failure. Yeah. Like, a lot. Like, we tried and we tried. We got evicted a few times. We lived on the street for a couple of days. We didn't got jobs we ain't want to get. We done done things we ain't want to do. We done borrowed money from people we ain't paying back. We done done it all. And I'm still failing? Mm. 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 But it speaks to, this is why I think about you in this situation. With Midnight Train to Georgia. Because here I am as a full-time entrepreneur and you've seen me experience failure beyond 
I think what normal people would experience, right? You've also seen me succeed in things that I feel like I could only have manifested from, from my thoughts. So then to me, it's like that whole vow of for richer, for richer or poor situation. This is what that falls into. Like my, there's something, there's something beautiful about the song that Gladys recognizes that the man, this man has done all that he can, but is not disappointed in him. Yeah. It's more like, it's almost the way she's singing it. It's almost like she's proud, yeah. almost proud and almost proud to return to Georgia with him standing in this failure. Yeah. Oh no, such a beautiful damn song. Right now we're talking about Midnight Train to Georgia, y'all. I know it's a 50-year-old song, but man, that song has been stuck in my head. I'm going aboard, all aboard, the midnight train, George. I got to pass me the tray, sweetheart. We ain't smoking, we ain't rolling, we ain't doing nothing. We ain't doing half of the show. We're just sitting here talking, talking to the people. Good morning. What's up, y'all? Good morning. We got some comments. I can't read them comments, sweet thing. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back to Wake and Bake with B Mo. We do have other things we want to talk about other than Midnight Train to Georgia. Yeah, but that's just the thing that's just been on my head, on my heart. Heavy. Keep going. What, what the comments say? What they say? Um, good morning to Ryan the mayor. Oh, Ryan, what's up, man? Uh, that boy, a doctor. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall says women too good. That's very true. Um, and then he says I'm. I'm just mad Imani flipped it on him without ever answering the question. <laughs> oh, what right. was the question? Um, said, would I go I, with the, Oh, I yeah. Go? Yeah, I would go if, yeah, pretty much the same. Well, I mean, I'm not seeing success, so yeah, I would go. <laughs> 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 I have nothing to lose at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sav says, I'd, I'd be pushing my nigga to try harder and I'm going to hold it down because what the fuck we want to do in Georgia? That factory life, baby. <laughs> Get that good union job? What? Sam, I'm not even trying to be a leader at the factory. I'm not running for union president. <laughs> Literally show up, clock in, clock out. No entrepreneurial, nothing after work. I'm just going home and drinking a beer. What? Joining the Elks? You know what? That's even too much. That's even too much. I don't want to have no dreams. If I'm going back to Georgia, that's it. You going to join the, the union and all that I'm shit? Joining the, I'm getting the union job. I'm going to I'm going back to church. <laughs> you gonna be a deacon? Yeah, I'm going back to church. I'm gonna be a deacon. I'm gonna fill my time with things that take no entrepreneurial spirit. I'm gonna be a follower. Matter of fact, put me in a cult. Fuck it. What? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> a couple people saying that. Uh, just move on. They're saying to you, just move on. Um. You don't win this. Uh, no way in hell she was Gladys in the song. Uh, oh, I'm, 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 I'm losing the argument. Yeah. And then they said, you put me on the spot in front of all of IG. 
uh, Missing My Puppy said, female artists are on their independent kick right now, and it's going to be like that for a hot minute, or at least until men can show that they truly need and can care for women respectfully. Oh, well, well that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. that's fair. Okay, right. no cater to use until niggas act right. All right, that's fine. Basically. Yeah, I think we're caught up. And then Cocahannas said, now Hudson or Wyatt could hold their own with male background singers. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Is that everybody? That's true. Yeah. Hey. Hey, KJ, what's up, man? Hey, KJ. And Yaj. Um, and Ryan the man. We already said good morning to Ryan the man. Now, yeah, there's some other it. things I want to talk about. Um, oh, you know what? I feel like now would be a good time. Ernesto. Um, Ernesto! We have our first, we have our first, maybe should we wait to the burning question or should we do it now? Uh, what, what you doing? Well, I was going to play the voicemail. <laughs> or should we just wait till later? <laughs> we, can, we can do it later. Okay, I do have some other things I want to talk about. Let me open my note of, notebooks of thoughts. Okay. Um, I have the baby hit written down here. I want you to know that the people have spoken. The people have spoken against the baby. Okay. They've had enough. Oh, yeah. It might. We're going to have to filter through. Oh, you trying, trying to cancel him. Cancel culture ain't real. We're going to have to filter through that shit. We're going to have to filter through. Niggas can say what they want to say. They can't have their opinions. We're going to have to filter through all that shit. But the people have spoken. At Rolling Loud, a nigga took off his one shoe. An Adidas. An Adidas. Excuse me. Adidas. And threw it at the baby while he was on stage. After revealing that his guest mystery artist on stage with him was little punk-ass Tory Lanez. <laughs> now, I have read, I have read some sources that said that the nigga who threw the dirty Adidas was Meg Thee Stallion, but that is neither here nor there. <laughs> but the people have spoken. I have never... The only thing I've seen being thrown at men on stage is panties. I have never seen a rapper be George Bush. Right. Do you remember why that dude threw the shoes at George Bush? That was after, what was that after? That's just after George Bush basically bombed all the Middle East. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> the reporter threw both his shoes. Yeah, I threw both my <laughs> shoes. I bit down twice. Right. Also, the baby gay. Pass me, uh, what? pass me a tip. The baby is gay. The baby is definitely gay. Like, and one of those gays, you, the baby, the baby is the type of gay that like gets sucked off by a man, but don't consider it gay. He one of them got the type of gay dudes. Cause then why would you? I saw a parish. A part of me tweet this the other day. Um, the baby went on a random rant on stage at Rolling Loud. About uh, being a real, uh, if you a real nigga that don't suck dick, et cetera, et cetera, make some noise, right? And Paris says, why are you thinking about niggas sucking dick in the middle of your work shift? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? That's weird. <laughs> why are you thinking about niggas sucking dick in the middle of your work shift? so weird. <laughs> you know why? Because you got your dick sucked by a nigga right before the show. <laughs> That's what happened. The baby definitely gay. The boy gay. Latent. <laughs> the boy gay. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but I'm just saying, the way the man talks about uh, homosexual behavior, <laughs> like uh, he put out a statement yesterday in his on his own time in his room 
He's talking about some man in a crop top, and he kept rubbing on himself. And I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, y'all. He was like, uh, you know, can't see y'all niggas in these crop tops. <laughs> it's like, it's all short with your stomach showing. What? And I'm like, the baby, you fantasizing Are right you okay? now. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go somewhere real quick. You gotta get that off. <laughs> what? Not uh, Q said. The parallels are damning. The baby is staying in his lanes. Lanes with a Z. <laughs> he also said, in regards to Gladys Knight, that kind of presence from failure to healing is something that is necessary from partners. It is what supports the partnership called relationship. Mm, very true. Yeah. Very true. Q said, what we call love is actually understanding, truth, trust, service, Accepting, accepting a failure, et cetera, et cetera. And I agree with that. I actually did hear the other day that um, love is to learn, like learning. Mm-hmm. It's like when you think about it, the opposite of love is fear. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know mm-hmm. whatever it is you're... Mm-hmm. Right. So love is learning. There's a whole bunch of scared-ass bitches out here, too. Yeah. Can't believe niggas shook at their own emotions. That's right. another thing that get me in the patriarchy. <laughs> niggas really be out here, oh, you too emotional. Don't have the emotional response. Nigga, you aren't an emotional being. Right. The fuck? You are human. You are human. <laughs> <laughs> they made an emotional decision. And? Right. <laughs> <laughs> niggas was emotional. <laughs> Alan um, Island says, damn, Bimo turned this morning. Oh, what'd I say? <laughs> oh, you talking about the baby gay? Yeah. The boy gay. He said HIV. <laughs> um Yeah, he's that's what he said. He said on stage if you like you ain't out here sucking a nigga dick, getting HIV, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, Wait, what? Make some noise. We was like, what? <laughs> getting HIV. You can hear niggas in the crowd go, What? <laughs> <laughs> what the baby? <laughs> boy, that North Carolina coming out, man. It's coming out. <laughs> KJ it's coming said. out, boy. That boy don't want no bathrooms. <laughs> What? KJ says, I can't wait for someone to come out and confirm it. Yo, the baby is gay. (laughs) It's it's pretty much confirmed at this point. I can't wait. I can't wait for his homeboy who's sucking him off to be like, yeah, man. The baby, the baby gay and his dick little. That's what I'm waiting. That's waiting to hear. The boy's small. Give a fuck how many push-ups you do. If you five three, guess what? You're gonna be of proportion. Okay. (laughs) Proportion. You're gonna be of proportion. What the fuck, man? Well, is that too far? Talking about nigga dick size? Is that too far? If you 5'3", you're going to be up proportion. Don't be surprised. Shout out to my 5'3 niggas out there. Dig deep, son. What's my next? What? All right. What's my next topic? Um, I don't want to spend too much time on the baby. Although, although I'm seeing people are trying to cancel Kevin Samuels. I saw that on the Twitter yesterday. Wait, why now Welcome all of a sudden? I don't know. No, no, he probably said something against the gay folks. Oh, okay. Oh, Q says the short hate is killing me. Not in the group text when they saying niggas <laughs> above six foot don't have no don't deserve no rights. <laughs> yeah. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Little bitty niggas. Yeah, need to stop breeding anyway. Um I had to make an apology as I'm as I'm lighting my blunt. And I feel like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I feel like some of y'all need to make the same apology. I was watching Netflix's wonderful documentary in which I feel like one of the reasons I keep Netflix, they keep a good documentary on the thing. They keep yeah. a good documentary, whether it be a crime drama or a music drama or an explained 
I love Explained. If you haven't watched that um, that miniseries, Explained, it's lovely. It definitely gives out some good thoughts. Um, uh, the most I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> the most recent documentary that I just saw, or docu series I just saw, was it's called This Is Pop, or I think it's called This Is Pop, but mm-hmm. it is a study of how individual artists, songs, styles, etc. became mainstream successful music. Okay. And the first episode was Boys to Men. It was at the beginning of the episode they say that Boys to Men, which I was let me back up. One of the things I love about the documentary is that it presents arguments um in a linear fashion. Meaning yeah. they don't all they don't make the straight up argument straight out the front. They'll say something like Boys to Men is the reason why boy bands became popular in the 90s and early 2000s, right? And in my head, I'm thinking, like, them niggas ain't New Edition. Matter of fact, ain't they named after New Edition song? But later in the docu- in the docu-series, they would say, Boys to Men modeled themselves directly after New Edition, mm-hmm. who broke out heavy on the R&B and the black charts, but didn't do so well on the crossover situations. Mm-hmm. So in watching the This Is Pop uh, Boys to Men situation, they take us through uh, uh, Motown Philly, which was their first song. Oh, wow. Motown Philly, which is a classic, was their was legit wow. their first song. No mixtapes. Yeah. No pre-music. No singles. Motown Philly. Them niggas singing for real, for real. Yeah. Pre-auto-tune. Mm-hmm. Four of them. Temptation, four top style. Mm-hmm. Hit the acapellas. With the acapellas and the schoolboy uniforms. The schoolboy uniforms was intentional because they wanted to have that same schoolboy acapella feel as who? The white Brabershot quartets, mm-hmm. the white uh, quintets, the white triplets from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Safe aesthetic. Here's why I have to apologize. And I didn't know this at the time. You know what killed boys to men? Has everybody ever thought about this? Do you know why Boys the Men became less popular? Why Boys the Men became why Boys the Men has not found the Billboard charts since their last song, I think, was with, with Mariah Carey, One Sweet Day. Anybody know why? What's up? Ninety-eight degrees. Backstreet Boys, insane. Mm-hmm. That's why. This is not hyperbole. <laughs> this is not a radical comparison to make you feel bad. This is a direct fact. Yeah. Boys to men's audience, their market share, the white girls, again, this is about crossover, the white girls who consumed 87% of their music and took them to the Billboard charts, the white girls were stolen by these producers who were trying to put together super groups of white, pretty white boys. Like, it's really that simple. Yeah. NSYNC, they don't know each other. That was a competition to put them together. Backstreet Boys, they don't know each other. That was a competition to put them together. I'll give credit to Nick Lachey, them his people. They put together a singing group, and Nick Lachey was straight up saying, yeah, we 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 took from boys to men. Like, this, that was our whole style. That was our whole flow. Bar for bar. Word for word. That's my soldier boy. <laughs> <laughs> They went from filling, literally, if you watch the documentary, they went from filling arenas 
to six weeks later, barely filling out clubs. What? Six weeks. That's a month and a half. Boys to Men is back again. Back streets, back. All right. Happened that quick. Why is Backstreet Boys' first song, Backstreet's Back? Right. Right. <laughs> word for word, flow for flow, <laughs> bar for bar. Damn. Damn, I knocked over the ring light. <laughs> My bad. You gonna break that ring light. So I started off this conversation by saying, I owe blackness, I owe boys to men an apology. Why? Because who was ordering the Backstreet Boys tapes? Huh? Who was singing the songs at the talent show? Huh? Who has nostalgia days where they still listen to NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees? Huh? Me! (laughs) And my mother told me at the time, if I'm thinking about it, she's like, man, you keep listening to these white boys. I'm like, they good, Ma, they good. She's like, they all right. (laughs) Ain't new edition. It ain't Jodeci. Yes. It ain't 112. Back streets, back, all right. My ass is grooving in my little eight-year-old room. <laughs> oh, my God, we're back again. <laughs> gentrifying. I am I am also a gentrifier. I apologize, boys and men. I'm sorry. Sean, I'm sorry. I, too. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> I too <laughs> was bye, bye, bye. I was all of that. I remember if you know this, if you if you know this, you need to apologize to. On NSYNC's second album, No Strings Attached, they had a song called um, Just Got Paid. Okay. Just got paid Friday night. And my dumb ass, after hearing the album in my room by myself, ran upstairs to my mother's room, turned on this track and was like, Mom, this is the greatest song I've ever heard. Have you ever heard this before? And she looked at me like, this is not their song. <laughs> I'm like, what? This is all instinct. She played me original joint. I was like, man, it ain't instinct though. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I wonder if that's what today's kids are doing. Listen, I mean, is there a white boy out here still in, still in black aesthetics? Or are they just listening to Silk Sonic? Read the questions. Uh, is this, that's Nia? That's Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Um, she says, keep sweat. Anyone watching all that uh, on Disney Channel? Or Disney Channel? Um, Ernesto says, colonizers are always, are always going to colonize, especially in the black community. Lord of mercy. And I was helping! One flat, five-piece harmony at a time. Go ahead. Yash says the industry is volatile. Yeah, it is, man. Alan says Popeye's chicken sandwich fell off more graceful than that. Six weeks? The Popeye's chicken sandwich still got commercials on TV. Do they? Yeah. (laughs) Michelle also says even JT says they were inspired by boys to men, and black girls went that way, too. Yep. That's That's what happened. That's legit what happened. These pretty white boys came out 
They stole Boys and Men's uh, whole flow. Including their audience member. What's up, 80 Shots? Good morning. Good morning. And then Alan says, Timberland made Justin Timberlake for the black folks. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, Timberland. That's all the questions. That's all the comments. Yeah. I just wanted to make that apology. I'm sorry, Boys and Men. I really feel like I let you down. Just like when I just found out that the one of the dudes from City High was the dude who sang the high note in Sister Act 2. Did you know that? Well, only because you told me. But <laughs> I didn't support yeah. them enough. <laughs> this City High remixes. Anyway, what's my next topic? Um, midnight Train to Georgia. Olympic disappointment. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Although I am very disappointed. I have... I've seen a lot of Americans lose in the Olympics. Now, my non-patriotic ass shouldn't give a fuck. But I'm disappointed. The United States men's basketball team with Kevin Durant lost to France? The French don't even like violence. Oh, soft, <laughs> short mother... How? How did Kevin Durant lose to Rudy Gobert? Evan Fournier? Evan Fournier? You lost to a nigga named Andrew Gay. <laughs> and it ain't Y-E. It's E-I-R. R. Excuse me, I went into French. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Um, it looks like Ernesto said boys to men. They stole boys to men flow and their man just stole everything from them. Yeah. Because whiteness is a thief. It's a motherfucker, man. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. Missing my puppy says the only times I'm a diehard patriot is only during the Olympics since I too am disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. It looks like Simone Biles might have tweaked herself on the vault uh, right before the show. Damn. So she pulled out of the team Olympic uh, situation, but she's still doing the individual situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just very disappointed. Very disappointed. And I, uh, Shakiri gone. Simone stepped out half the competition. The men's basketball team is losing. Three on three look cool though. I was even watching, this is how deep I was into it. I was watching, did you know skateboarding is part of the Olympics now? Like, with it, an actual skate like like X Games doing... Street Games, oh, wow. like the X like Games actually built, and... yeah. Oh wow, X Games actually built uh, uh, the skate park for the Olympics, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool for the X Games because the X Games to me were always official than the extreme sports. Yeah. They would bring rollerblading, like rollerblading back though. Um, so it's cool to see the X Games has an official contract with the Olympics. That was dope. When I was watching the Olympic skateboarding street finals. The number one and number two ranked skaters in the world were both Americans. Them niggas got seventh and eighth. Wow. Um, Fournier leads to a nigga named Fournier. Uh, Christian said three on three basketball has been. Hey, it is Jai Wavy. That joint is cool. Ain't no checkup. They don't check in. Uh, I don't know if you know the game, the rules of half court basketball, but they don't do checking up. So, like, as mm. soon as you get the rebound, the ball is live. So, you yeah. can pass it out to the three point line and somebody can shoot it. No checking up. No, none of that shit. That shit is crazy. I love it, though. 
Uh, but I'm very disappointed. I'm looking at the medal count, and we're losing to China right now. Damn. <laughs> we had to practice like, what's up? I thought this was America. <laughs> I thought this was America. Well, I thought this was motherfucking America. I didn't think we were Sweden. Virgin Islands. Not out here giving D effort. Are we supposed to be the world superpower? We got some comments. Yeah. Um, good morning, Malik. What's up, Malik? Good morning. Um, Allen Island says you can't even watch the Olympics this year. Shit killing me. Good morning, Lauren. 80 Shot says Stephen A is quiet on this. You know he wanted to say Fournier's name just like you did. Fournier! <laughs> um, Q says the empire continues to fall. Do we wait until our houses are on fire or until we realize Rome is burning? There is nothing left to steal. Relationships, music, sports. On the low, Simone pulling it. Osaka. That's facts, though. Mm. Shit is burning. Simone pulling Osaka. Y'all, this sweatshirt is too hot. Lord of mercy. Malik says, I think we took it back this morning. Keith says, black creators are on strike. Alan says, Who's, black? Who's black strike? Who said that? Q. Alan uh, says, You sounding like Biden right now. Malik says, Still have weeks to, left to compete. Steal. <laughs> Sheesh! <laughs> Missing my puppy says 2020 divided and fucked us up as a country. Facts. <laughs> Oops. Allen Island says we losing to China. Lawrence says good morning. Shelly Bell, Shelly good Bell. morning. Good morning. Talk right now. I'm talking about how I'm so disappointed in the American Olympic team. I'm already Damn. disappointed in America. Okay. I have very little to be proud of at this moment right now. <laughs> very little. Although y'all know my saying. Y'all know my saying. If we built the motherfucker. And the invoice is still out. Whose country is it? Huh? Huh? What does is, what is IP law say? If I pay for it, it's mine. What? I just thought about Bruce's Beach, remember? Yeah. <laughs> Watching John Oliver over the weekend. It's a, whole bru- it's a whole beach called Bruce's Beach in which a nigga named Bruce bought the beach. And then some white folks stole it for him, struck from him, made it an all-white neighborhood, and the family is like, wait a minute, you stole my daddy beach. They bought it for $1,200 and now that shit's worth like $200 million. Right. You stole my daddy <laughs> beach. Uh, you know, we stole it, but I don't know how we're going to give it back. Uh, but you want, uh, you want some insurance? What about some taxes? You want $300,000? You want $300,000? I, mean, I know that. that uh, That's uh, low, but. Uh, you know, but uh, I, want my, I want my daddy beach back. I mean, you know, uh, it, uh, American, uh, you know, we got white people here now. We can't uh, just to up. What are we gonna do? Uproot white people? That's 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 that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> what? Fuck out of here, niggas! Still being stolen from, gentrified, redlined, and redlined. All this shit, and we losing in the Olympics. Oh, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. Malik says there's still hella time left in the games, bro. 
it better be hella time. It better be hella time. <laughs> it just started, literally. <laughs> I don't give a damn. The it might be great. I don't give a shit. It was like this I weekend. I don't care. <laughs> it just I don't care. <laughs> we should have won the open ceremony. How, How do we you do win? How? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. By the way, did you see that the um <laughs> I think she was I don't know if she was singing, but she had cornrows. Ooh. It was like she was Japanese Japanese? Was she Japanese? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Let me go back. Either way, people were upset that she had cornrows. She was clearly Asian. What? What? Oh, I'm not going there. Right. Going there that, that's what I said. Never mind. I'm not going there with y'all. All right. Let's do this. I want to play. Where my phone go? There you go. I want to play a voicemail. We got a new segment in the show. We got voicemails from the Wake and Bake with Bimo Knight. If you ever have a question, comment, concern. Feel free to send me a video. Hit me in the DMs either here on or, or hit me in the DMs either here or on at Wake and Bake with BMO uh, on Instagram. You can always hit my phone or et cetera. Just send me a video and I'll play your video on the show and we'll answer your question live. This morning we have a question from a former student of mine, which I think is hilarious. Um... That the former some of my former students listen to Wake and Bake with BMO, shall we? Let's just make sure my Bluetooth is playing lady in the house. Are you prepared? Mm-hmm. So is this the is this the burning question? This, this is no, this is just the voicemail. You still gotta ask the burning question. What do you mean? I thought you said nope. Man. Okay. acting like they don't want to play? Uh, you got something thinking, what's going on here? 80 Shots says, for some reason, us losing in the Olympics makes sense at the moment. I feel that. <laughs> Damn, so sad. How did this happen to us? We became losers. Come on now. What else we got? Good morning, Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Ernesto says, have you heard of the book Whiteness of Wealth by Dorothy A. Brown? It breaks down it breaks down how the tax system in America is racist, but we knew this already. What's the name of the book again? Whiteness of Wealth by Dorothy A. Brown. Now, I haven't read it, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Why is this not working? You just had to blame something. I know. <laughs> um... If, if it don't work, I'm just going to ask the question myself. I'm going to let it roll up for a second see what happens. So one of my former students asked me a question via the voicemail. I wish y'all could hear it because it was actually really good how he formatted it. Uh, feel free to leave me a question anytime you want to. But the question was, he said, BMO, I know how you feel about white men. But how do you feel about Eminem? He considers Eminem to be one of the greatest rappers of all time. Skill-wise, top five. My particular student, who's a black boy, thinks that Eminem is the greatest rapper to have ever lived. And so he asked me what his thoughts are as he continues his journey on waking and baking, which is very interesting. Because in my head, he's still 13, but he's obviously not 13 anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What are my thoughts? Uh... 
I see what the Wake and Bake and Bemo Knights are saying. You see it. I see what they're saying. <laughs> the Wake and Bake with Bemo Knights and I are aligned. Eminem could never be the greatest rapper to ever live. Specifically because he's white. Mm. Uh, hip-hop is, an, is a black expression. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go through the history of why. But hip-hop is a black expression. Does that mean that white people are excluded from it? No. Does that mean that they can't be great at it? Absolutely not. Because, I was about to say Will Smith. Because <laughs> Eminem is a great rapper. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take it away from that boy. Mac Miller, the boy can rap. Yeah. I even like a little Yellow Wolf from time to time. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can keep uh, you can keep Thrift Shop Boy, Macklemore. <laughs> you can keep that bitch ass nigga. But other than that. You know, I even kind of fuck with, what's his name, Jack Harlow? No, Jack Carlo, all right. Yeah, he all right. He look white too. Right. He ain't even trying to be black. Right, he's like a white boy. Exactly, and I appreciate that. But the greatest? Come on. <laughs> he could be the greatest white rapper of all time. Right. But no. Eminem can't see Rakim. No. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who got better bars. You ain't seeing Rakim. Rakim's a godfather. I don't give a fuck. You ain't better than no black man. You are not better than a black man in hip hop. That's what it is. A white man cannot be better than a black man in hip hop. Right. You can have better skills, but you are not more of the culture. (laughs) Get out of here. Why do I feel like rap for white men is something that they have to study? You know what I mean? Like, learn how to to. study or be immersed in. Yeah, learn how to do it. Right. 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 I got a freestyle on my heart right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. I fit the same freestyle line in my heart since I was 13 years old. I'm not going to let it out until I get on my freestyle. Either. And y'all can be like, oh shit, that nigga got balls. It's going on the tape. Yep. Yeah, that's what it's going to take. Right after Black Family Vlog. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> nah, hit the button. I'm not about to say that. I'm not about to tell y'all my bar, though. This is my one bar. <laughs> My one bar. I'm, I'm dropping a mixtape soon. Y'all gonna hear. I'm gonna keep repeating that shit. You gonna, gonna say it in a rap book. battle? Hell yeah! Why did nigga Bimo say the same bar in every rap battle? Cause I'm like Tiffany Haddish with that dress. Okay, I'm gonna get my wares. Okay, fuck that. I'm like J Lo with that green dress. I'm gonna bring this shit back. Fuck all that. Y'all gonna see this shit. Y'all gonna again. see this. Y'all gonna hear this line again. I don't give a fuck about no diminishing returns. Oh, it's gonna be great. Izzy. What's up, Is? Everybody's saying it's a no. <laughs> Drew says he can't say the N-word, so we can't capture the full experience. Exactly. <laughs> we look at each other the same way. He can't say the N-word, therefore he, not, he can't be completely hip-hop. He's only 98% at best. At best. How you can't be a full rapper? <laughs> and you're the greatest of all time. But I will say, though, to my students' point, Eminem is good. Don't get me wrong. I I mean I hate when he get into the <laughs> he just he just saying a whole bunch of shit fast. I hate when he get into that shit. But like can the boy tell a story? We're not gonna act, we're not gonna send that like Stan. Mm-hmm. It's not one of the best storytelling songs. Right. Yeah. Executed. He ain't better than no black man. Mm-mm. But Stan's a damn good song. We're not gonna sit here and say that like although it didn't connect with us, cleaning out my closet didn't touch the white boys. It's been school shootings ever since. Come on. The boy got it. Maybe you know what? You know who that question is for? You know who that question is for? 
the question of if Eminem is one of the greatest rappers of all time, it ain't a question for black folks. No. Because no. he ain't talking to us. Right. It's not a question for us. Right. I can totally, if there were 12 white boys in the room and they were arguing about who the best rapper of all time is and they came out with Eminem and then they asked me if that was okay, I'd be like, yeah. Because <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who you other for? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. But for me, in my black ass, no, nah, I don't connect. It don't connect. It don't connect. <laughs> I, ain't, I don't never want to cut my hair off and go blonde. What? I don't never want to look directly like another nigga. What? <laughs> I don't never want to go off on my mama. What? <laughs> I ain't never trying to kill my baby mama. What is going on? What in the white this is happening? <laughs> I can't deal. I can't deal. Kylie Jenner is white. <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> if Kylie Jenner is white, Eminem cannot be the best rapper of all time. Well, both of those things are true. So I exactly. Don't, I don't know what you want me to do. I know we got some comments. Um, Malik says Em is all right at best. Good morning, Ethos Decorum. Ethos. Not even top 20 all time. Yeah, true. Um, Alan says, because they have no pain to express beyond poverty. Ah. Q, Q says, full immersion hip-hop course. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Steele says, all because he came up with one of the greatest, Dre, doesn't have to put him in that GOAT category. True. Aficionado. Hey, aficionado. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Janelle. Janelle! <laughs> Sorry, I get excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alan says Eminem's greatest gift to Negroes was putting love behind 50 Cent. Beyond that, we don't connect. We don't connect. Drew said, BMO, me versus you in a rap battle, HU debate style. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Drew, I was in the, um, um, I be doing these beatings on Wednesdays <laughs> with a, a, a company I work with. <laughs> And they have like it's like a philosophical questions and shit. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes they try to they format it into a formal debate. Yeah. And it instantly gives me anxiety. And this is going to sound arrogant, but it's the truth. It gives me anxiety because I'm a really good debater. Yeah. Like <coughs> really good. Mm-hmm. And so we get to this situation. You know, I got to work with these people. Mm-hmm. And here we are giving their points, and and I can tell niggas is looking at me like. Where's the rebuttal? And so most of the time, I'll be honest with you, lady of the house, most of the time, I, I hold my punches, I pull my punches, I restrain, I hold back. But every every once in a while, every once in a while, when I can tell niggas is trying to push me, you let the chopper sing. I let the chopper sing. <laughs> I let, and every time I let the chopper sing, it's like... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the meeting always ends really quickly afterwards, like, oh, too. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> we got to go. Every once in a while. But I've been trying to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to chill. I'm going to keep the camera off. I'm not going to talk too much. You know what I mean? I'm going to let niggas get their points off. And I'm just be like, man, that's interesting points everybody has. Nice. Mm-hmm. But to... uh <laughs> is he calling everybody out? But I ain't want to say it is, but you know, <laughs> every so once in a while, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, gotta, gotta let it go. Ah, I saw Malik say, You are right at that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. 
What else we got? Steel said Eminem had white kids spazzing at their mothers for years. That's what I'm saying. Facts. So if a group of white boys came up and told me, yo, Eminem, my favorite rapper, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't expect Biggie in the Tink Crack Commandments to hit you the same. I would be surprised if you said that. Yeah, I would. Right. I don't expect Tupac's Thugs Mansion, LL Cool J's I Need Love. Mm -hmm. I don't expect uh, Lil John's Real Nigga Roll Call. <laughs> I don't expect none of these things. Lil Scrappy, uh, what you gonna do? <laughs> Ludacris. Ludacris. <laughs> I don't expect the baby bitch ass to come up. I don't expect none of that shit to connect. But if you come back to me, you tell me, yeah, Macklemore, he's, he's damn good. I'd be like, yeah, right. yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, All right. you're right. <laughs> what else? Uh, Q said, he said what he said. Bimo has spoken. That's it. <laughs> now, I could be wrong. You know, we do practice the, we do like to practice the ability to be wrong, in which I can correct myself. But I really don't feel like Eminem is better than a black man in any, in any situation. Well, maybe that's because I'm, I'm, I am, uh, because black folks can't be racist, I am um, aspirationally racist. <laughs> <laughs> you aspire to be. You're damn right. If racism, if the definition of racism is the use of power to demarginalize, decentralize, disrupt, oppress, uh, uh, oppress the lives of somebody else based on race, mm -hmm. black people do not currently have the power to do so. Right. Unless you are on Tyler Perry land, which the government could seize at any moment, just want to say that, unless you are on Tyler Perry land mm -hmm. and he tells you to get your white ass off of my stage, <laughs> maybe, maybe, but I'm pretty sure he got, uh, I'm pretty sure he got some white boards members that's pretty going to get his ass out the paint. Mm -hmm. So probably Tyler Perry land will still be there, but Tyler Perry won't. Right. It'll still be called Tyler Perry land. So, or, so or. until black people have the power to be racist, I am aspirationally racist, and I don't see nothing wrong with that. God damn it. Ancestors just tapped me on the shoulder and said, you right, B. You right. <laughs> you right. I'd fuck him up, too. I'm not going to listen to all the ancestors all the time, but I feel them. Shit. The bill is unpaid, sweetheart. Oh, that still pisses me off. The bill is unpaid. The bill is unpaid. It's unpaid. Okay. Okay. I'm back. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Can you read some comments? <laughs> <laughs> Alan asked if you discussed Ye the Great. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I discussed uh, Kanye on last Thursday, but... Uh, I'm pretty sure on Thursday we'll talk about Kanye again because what type of upstanding black folks would we be if we didn't talk about Kanye? Kanye's on Michael Jackson. Now, you could be mad at it, but it's true. You remember in um, there's a movie, Chris Rock movie, I Think I Love My Wife? Mm -hmm. And they were at the dinner table mm -hmm. and he was narrating over the conversation they were having. It was like, what type of upstanding black couple in like 2000 didn't get together to talk about Michael Jackson? It's the same thing. <laughs> we're going to talk about Kanye. We're going to talk about Kanye. Kanye is our Michael Jackson? Yeah. I think it's Beyonce, but... Performance-wise. Okay, okay. Yeah, Controversy-wise. Yeah. True, true, true. Because okay. Beyonce not very controversial. Right. Things happen to Beyonce. Right, okay. She don't happen to people. I ain't never heard <laughs> nobody say, Beyonce came up and beat my ass. Right. <laughs> Beyonce said some wild shit to me Beyonce the other day. Beyonce gave $200 to them kids for some candy. I ain't never heard no shit like that. Sweetheart. <laughs> Fuck the baby, man. You got a vendetta against his I man. do. Little bitty ass. And no, I do not want to fight you, the baby. 
What else we got? Let's get to the burning question of the brothers. Okay. Drew says, you're a good debater, no question. It's just that cognitive dissonance is so strong nowadays, no one actually listens. You can tell when you when your opponent realizes they lost in a formal debate. Yeah. Aficionado says, female cook niggas in Drew Hall. Welcome to the Terra Dome. Oh. It's true. It's true. Alan says, side note, Eminem's aesthetic aged like milk. His whole aesthetic is giving... <laughs> Dylan Roof. <laughs> it is giving Dylan Roof. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to tell me you go through Dylan Roof on. He ain't never played no Eminem song. It's happened. Of course. Now, I'm not blaming Eminem, but what I'm saying is the boy is impactful. That's what I'm saying. You know what's getting weird? What? Okay, I'm 32. I'm going to let you read that. But I'm, what's getting weird is that like when I look back in time and I like when I look at like throwback videos, what was it? Uh... I don't know. Let's just say let's just say it's all falls down. I watch all falls down and I look at it now and like I'm older than Kanye in the video. Oh wow. Like I yeah. understand that video in a different context now. That's getting it's getting weird. And that nigga's still alive. It's like, oh man, was I I am older than I I am older than All Falls Down came out, I was a kid. I was looking at Stacey Dash's nipples. Now I'm looking at it like, what the fuck was Kanye doing with Stacey Dash? <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck was he taken to the airport? And why was Common there? <laughs> right. <laughs> Keep reading. Um, oh, there we go. Just plain Jones. Just plain. What's up? What's up, Jones? Check the statics. Keep going. Uh, Drew says, you'll be me when I need a special episode where I appear. My brother has a Hispanic fiance that identifies as white and spouts too much white rhetoric for me. I need to vent to my people. They be saying shit like, quote unquote, black power is just as racist as white power. Why can't we say the N-word and other white classics? <laughs> Ooh. You know what I need you to do, Drew? Because I haven't mastered the, a way for you to uh, actually be on the show virtually. <laughs> I'm going to say within the brand that we just got a, a, a static show, but I really haven't mastered how, how to do that over OBS. This is what you should do, Drew. I don't know if you feel comfortable doing this, but tell your people to record their most racist moments on video. <laughs> And then send it to me. They most tell them like just because you know what I find the people who say shit like that that white power. What was it that they, they, they um, Latina? Is that what it was? Yeah. The black and Latina. Hispanic that identifies as white. Hispanic. You know what I find in that situation? Identifies as white is, is a perfect way to put that. What what I find in that situation is that I'm not mad at things like that. That is a truly misinformed opinion. Okay. That is built on white logic. That white power is just as racist as black power. If you knew nothing of blackness, if you knew nothing of the perspective of the minority, and you just use your pure grammar logic, sure. <laughs> sure, I guess. I guess you could say that. But you need a little bit of straightening. Also, isn't she engaged to a black man? That's, that's, what I'm, hey, that's man. the thing. Amen. <laughs> Black folks also fall, fall under the guise of whiteness too. That's true. But okay. I'm saying like she's been exposed to it. Like she, maybe it's not like maybe she hasn't. Oh, that's true. Yeah, record. Tell them to record some of their most poignant th thoughts on race. I will read them aloud on the show. Tell them to join us on that day, and I'll read them for fulfilled. I love doing it. It's my favorite <laughs> thing. Get y'all dumbass out of here. Y'all know one of the favorite questions. Of the show is what if niggas is dumb? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Step one, send him here. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. <laughs> That's all. Keep going, sweet thing. Good morning. This Jazz Hank. Jazz! What's up? Q says, Fred Durst of the thing stolen. Mm, Fred Durst. <clears throat> hands up! No, hands down! <laughs> that was my shit, though. Keep rolling, rolling. Oh, did he steal that from, um... Everybody get your roll on, Master P. Oh man, whiteness is a motherfucker, man. What's up, Chef? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I see the first half of Chris Allen's statement. <laughs> Common was everywhere. Nigga <laughs> 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 was everywhere. But I think wasn't that the point? <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> he said, but that's a combo for another day. <clears throat> Common was everywhere, but that motherfucker B. Be the perfect album. Not the perfect album. Mm. Be is a perfect album. Keep mm. going. Okay. Uh, Ethos says, Mr. West has created a cult. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle says, Kanye scares me. I don't even know the man, and I'm legit worried about him. Thursday. Alan says, Common is like a black cinema Easter egg. Fool applies pressure so sneakily. Big Thomas. You're right, Big Thomas. <coughs> True. Q says the fuckery. Easter egg. <laughs> What's the burning question for the roast, sweetheart? <coughs> we we way over time. Okay, right. I feel like this is a very obvious answer. Go ahead. But I just, I'm just curious. What do you think is a better... Okay, do you think... Children's Story by Slick Rick yeah. is better, or <laughs> uh, I don't know Eminem, like any any of his storytelling songs. Oh, Slick Rick! Right, right. I already knew the answer. Uh, I was just I was thirteen <laughs> chains by Slick Rick. I don't give a fuck. What? <laughs> what? It's all because of you. <laughs> I'm feeling sad and blue. You went away. Now my life is rainy days. I love you so. How much you'll never know. You took your love away from me. <laughs> you took your love away from me. You took your love. You took your love. That's my shit. Come on, Slick Rick. You took your love away from me. Mm. Thanks for that. Right. Here we go. Children's Story is one of the best stories of all time. Very true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Slick Rick created the blueprint to storytelling in hip hop. Very true. Mm Mm-hmm. You know who don't get his credit as a storyteller in hip hop? Who? Will Smith. Yeah. But we'll talk about that another day. Um, a, a direct disciple from the Slick Rick school of hip hop is Will Smith. But we'll talk about it another day. Because niggas don't really care about what happened between 1983 and 1989. History ain't caught up yet. But when it does, oh, y'all niggas don't have your mind blown. True. <laughs> Ice Cube, Nas, Andre, Three Stacks, all students of Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And his partner was Bismarck. Rest in peace. 
R.I.P. the biz. Make the music with your mouth, biz. Ah. As always, I want to thank y'all for joining us on Who Wake and Bake with B Mo. Yeah. We'll get to me and Chris Allen have the, a similar love for Will Smith. We've already talked about that several times mm-hmm. in, purpose, in person. Thank y'all for joining us on Wake and Bake with B Mo. We'll see y'all on Thursday right here on Instagram Live, 8 a.m. ish. Next week, we are making our transition to YouTube, so be prepared. <laughs> That's my scar laugh. I'm good. Um, see y'all on Thursday. Scar ate his own brother. Good morning. What is that? That's right, he's leaving. What's up? You supposed to sing the pit part. Living on a midnight dream to watch. Ooh, ooh. All right. <laughs> Good, <What's> morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good <laughs> morning. <laughs> <laughs>